Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. This is Asa Akira, your host. I feel like I never say that, um, but I'm going to start. <laughs> I feel like that's the professional thing to do. Um, today's guest is Kira Noir, who is Pornhub's newest brand ambassador. So joining me and Aria uh, as brand ambassadors of Pornhub is Kira Noir. She has been in the business for a while now. She is my fellow Spiegler sister, and I love her. Uh, this is actually the second time we are recording a podcast, but the first time I'm going to be releasing one of Kira, uh, because the last time we recorded an episode together, it was pre-corona, pre-her brand ambassadorship. Um, it was actually, I think in like 2019 or maybe early, early 2020 before the pandemic. Uh, so I don't know. It feels like the world has really changed. Things are really different. The porno landscape is changing. Um, so I felt it appropriate to kind of re-record an interview, have a totally different conversation, and um, and let you hear that version. And maybe if you really like it, I'll release the other one too. So um, without further ado, this is Kira Noir, Pornhub's newest brand ambassador, and I hope you enjoy. So, Kira, uh, you are our latest, newest brand ambassador joining me and Aria. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I've said welcome to you so many times because we've done so many things together already, like between Instagram Live and just like interviews. And um, I every time. I think my favorite interview that I've done with you was when you asked me how I got my name. And I told you it was from anime, and you were like, ha, "Fucking dork, Asa Kira told me that I'm a dork for having an anime name." <laughs> it's, I think I, I think I must have made fun of you for like a straight, like at least one minute, a good yeah. sixty seconds, and then I was like, "Wait a second, my name is also from an anime." <laughs> um. So I actually, funny story about that entire shoot. Um. I lost all the footage. The the camera guy like lost all the footage that we got in Vegas. So like unfortunately, I was doing this video series where we like and this was before you even officially joined Pornhub. But we were like asking people about like cool facts about themselves and like yeah, and there was so much good stuff in there. Like I learned that what color hair do you think Johnny Sins has? Is he a ginger? I feel like he's a ginger. He's not a ginger. He has brown hair. Okay. And in high school, he had such beautiful, long, like lustrous hair that it was his thing. Like he was what? known as the guy with long hair. Nice. I, had, I want to know what made him shave his head. Was it porn? Um, well, he said he's been like, I, I think he's been just like going bald since he was like 19. He's one of those. Oh, that sucks. Hey, it looks good on him. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just think it's hilarious that he was like known for his hair because now he's like the bald porn star that's in all the memes. Mm -hmm. No, I <laughs> hope I get to that size. Have you seen his TikTok? 
No, I'm not on TikTok. Is it good? It's it, He has so many views and it, it's like he gets a million or more views on everything he posts. Uh, it's he, crazy. He is the most famous porn star right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry about that. I have a little puppy and usually he's quiet. He just got to be really confident. So now he barks. <laughs> totally fine. We love dogs. Um, so wait, actually, I kind of want to ask, you know what? I always end up talking like weirdly a lot about Johnny Sins on this podcast. because <laughs> I think it's like, something about Johnny Sins is like, he's such a mystery to me. Like he's the most famous porn star. Right. And like, he's in all the memes. He's always like going viral, but he's like, I don't actually know anything about him. Like he's such a mystery. And like, even though I've like fucked him a hundred times, but like, what are his TikToks like? Like, what are they even of? Um, he does funny stuff. He does cute stuff. Like, like there's one from No Not November, like right at the end. He was like, hey, Kings, like everybody who participated in No Not November, like that was great. Good job. Now, can you please go back to watching my videos? I can those. Like something like that. Wait, so he's funny? Yeah, he's funny. Uh, he, he makes stuff. He's also really strong. So he does a lot of like workout stuff. And he's doing push-ups. There's this uh, trend a little while ago where this, this game that tracks your face and where you move up and down will make this little bird go through all these tubes. So he was making the bird go through the tubes in this maze, but doing push-ups while he was doing it. So it was just like a lot harder. Uh, so that was fucking cool. So yeah, his TikTok's cool. But I was just, there are a lot of people who have really cool TikToks, but they still struggle to get views just because the algorithm is, is sometimes just weird. But yeah, yeah his has millions of views. Uh, so he's very much like a, with the top famous porn star, I think for men at least. Yeah, like, I guess all that, like, the gym stuff is, like, kind of what I would have imagined, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know, like, I, I can't tell if Johnny Sins is, like, incredibly just, like, one-dimensional and boring, or, like, if he's just so private that, like, I can't, I'm, I don't deserve to, like, know things <laughs> about him. I think but, he's probably just kind of a private guy, but he's funny. Um, you should You should download TikTok, even if you don't plan on posting anything, just because it's fun. Um, I haven't one so I could have because all my other social media accounts are for pro- promoting porn. I haven't had a social media that's just for me since MySpace. Um, saying that makes me sound old, but <laughs> I, I, I'm on a TikTok just to look at stuff at first. And then the first time I posted something, um, I alluded to the fact that I have fans. Like I don't consider myself famous, but I said something along like, the lines of "When your fans see you out of uniform, like not in ho clothes," um, and I just got a bunch of. 20 year olds commenting on my stuff like what do you mean fans you're a fucking nobody like nobody knows who you are what do you mean fans are you trying to like do positive think you're whatever nobody you're fucking nobody like they didn't know who i was and so it was like okay dope i can post whatever i want and like nobody knows me here and so i just started shit posting um but then people found me so <laughs> i i still have that as just a, a thing to i'm not gonna ever say hey i just did this new porno you should go look at it on tiktok um but yeah, now I, I openly talk about doing porn with a bunch of other OnlyFans people on there. I subscribe to two other people's OnlyFans, and it's because I saw them on TikTok first. And, they're, <laughs> and I, I, they had the Linktree things in their bio, so I, I checked their Linktree so I could see their other social media accounts. And like I saw the OnlyFans link on there, and I was like, I'm just really curious like what your dick's like. <laughs> um, so yeah. I mean, I would – yeah, like I, I think that's the thing too. Like it's – like I would, I would want to see anyone's dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, if, if I enjoy someone's content or anything about them, like I, I am interested to see their penis and like, 
not even sexually just want to see it exactly no there's one guy cosplayer um and really talented the costumes that he's making they're really fucking great the makeup he's doing is perfect um so seeing that and seeing his only fans it's like oh dope like how do you come like i'm I'm kind of curious now and now i know it's great (laughs) are you like a shaft guy or a tip guy are um (laughs) you're asking me (laughs) if you could see if you could see any celebrity's penis who would you choose the rock the rock i want to know if he has a big dick or not what do you think like what are your I because th- he's a really big guy, like he's really muscular. So I feel like proportionally, if he had an average sized dick, it might look small on him because the rest of him totally. So- but if he had a monster dick, it's like, how are you that blessed? Like you're a great actor, you're a great performer, you were able to work out your body to this crazy awesome point. Like you just have this amazing life, and you have a monster sized dick. Like and like, he's what- yeah, and he's good at acting, and he's funny, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's so handsome. Can- yeah. It's too much for one person. Mm-hmm. What about you? If you I, see any female celebrity naked that hasn't been naked in public yet, who would you see? Female celebrity? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. For some reason, and maybe this just, like, goes to show you how straight I am. Although, like, I love fucking girls, but, like, I'm not I'm not interested to see any naked female celebrity. Really? <laughs> like, I feel like... I mean, like, I feel like whatever, like, like tits and vaginas. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like whatever. But like dicks, I'm like, like, I would love to see Danny DeVito's dick. No. Oh, no, no, no. What? Like, are you curious? Like, what if it's a little bit? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when did you first realize that you wanted to see Danny DeVito's dick. I mean, like, you know, I, I spent a lot of my time thinking about, like, dicks. And I was like, <laughs> who would I want to see the most? And I think Danny DeVito is, like, a real crapshoot. Like, it could be anything. And I'm just imagining him with a monster dog now. <laughs> Imagine, like, I think the weird thing it would, the weirdest would be, like, if Danny DeVito had a totally normal average dick. <laughs> That would be the most shocking of all. <laughs> okay, so I I really want to know what Rihanna's pussy looks like. Um, I bet. What do you? What does your like woman's intuition tell you? Rihanna's pussy I looks feel like, like she has like one of those innies, like one that doesn't have like the. So I have fairly, I kind of meaty inner flaps. <laughs> I don't know how to say that without making it sound gross. Um, but I feel like the the you know the innie pussies where the inner her labia is really small like the clip it looks like a slit it looks like a slit i feel like she has one of those i don't think that no first of all i i i too have meaty vagina lips (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) and i pussy recognize pussy (laughs) and i definitely like grew up like looking at those slits and thinking like God, if I could just have one of those, like everything would be better. <laughs> um, that being said, like now that I have been exposed to a lot more kinds of vaginas and I've been porn, I I found that like usually like the juicier the lips, the hornier the girl. <laughs> no, so I like the juicy lips thing because the juicy lips also comes with a bigger clip. Like I looked into getting labiaplasty, and I realized after looking at a bunch of pictures. 
um i wouldn't want them to mess with my clit at all like don't mess no. with none of that because i want to keep all the sensation there and if they just cut off the flaps i would still have a big ass clit and it would just it would look weird and not proportional if you took away my flaps so i really wish i could stop following it flaps but i can't <laughs> And so now I, I appreciate it more because I, I think they're all cute. But one of the benefits of having a, a like a fat pussy is you can find the clit really easy. Also, totally. if I had a dick, it would probably be like a slightly above average dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> I feel like the, the slit ones are so aesthetically pleasing. But yeah, like even like going down on one is really hard because like you really have to like spread open the cheeks and like find the clit right like it's I always um, try to look right from the middle and just go straight up until I hit the nub um <laughs> like, especially if I'm in the dark and like I can't see what's going on <laughs> like, that's what I do, like, like, it's, it's you find it it's like finding the clit is not hard it is just a different method because you can't just look at it and be like okay it's exactly there it's like a treasure map, the way you ex- you describe it. Like, find the middle and go head north. Yes. <laughs> Straight north from the middle. Straight north from the middle. Um, see, so, like, anyway, back to Rihanna's vagina. Like, I, I feel like I feel like she's she's horny. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, it would be juicy. Juicy. Okay, I can see that. That's good logic. I mean, okay, I'm going to feel creepy, but now I'm going to look at, like, pictures of her in bikinis and shit. Because she's done a lot of stuff topless. I'm so happy for her for doing that. Like, this, have you seen the "Bitch Better Have My Money" music video? Yeah, I have this theory about Rihanna. Like, I think that in the beginning of her career, I think she had a boob job, and I think she took them out. So I, I there's okay. There are two videos that make me think that the she did. Uh, I'm a Rihanna fan. I'm a huge Rihanna fan, by the way. So there's a video for "Where Have You Been," where she rises out of the water and she has like this kind of crocodile. Um, like it's like I don't know what to call it. She had these like kind of crocodile scales over her titties, um, and they're small. They're small like my, my tits used to be small. Uh, and then if you fast forward a little bit to like the bitch better have my money video where she's naked in the like, chest of money and the covered in blood, her tits are huge, but they're not. And the tops look. Yeah, they kind of slope down. So I think that you're right. I think that she probably. I think it's a combination of three things. I think she got a boob job. I think she gained weight. She looks fucking great thick. And then I think she took the implants out. She retained that weight. So her stretched a little bit. She has that like natural slope. Um, she has like her own fat that she got in there. Um, but yeah, no, I think that she got a boob job and, and took it out. Yeah. So we agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have you, I love her lingerie. I love her makeup. She has this clothing line that's like elite. No, she's she afford it. She's awesome. I thought like that anti album, like the whole, every single song was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to like where we started the brand ambassadorship. I wanted to ask you like what exactly? <laughs> now that we've talked about celebrity dicks and pussies, um, like what does that all entail? Like what does it mean? What what do you do? So I basically post about Pornhub a lot more now. Um, they're like a very big part of my social media presence and i'm really happy about that because i love porn <laughs> i was gonna post about them anyway like i think if you scroll back far enough um to like before i was an official faster i was still posting pictures and like sports bras with Pornhub on it and stuff like that um and then i also get to be in more of the campaigns like the one we just did for 
2030 or bust, making the world more sustainable and trying to teach people about what we can do to live more sustainably and how that's fucking hot. And we did these jerk off instruction videos and I got to do a commercial for that where I was just, it was really cheesy and really fun to shoot. I was running around in nature. Um, I ate a fake hot dog. Um, it was, it was fun. <laughs> we, we did a little, we did a little, uh, little tiny clip that was supposed to be a reference to the, the white snake video where the chick was on top of the car in the white dress. And they told me to dance on top of this car. And I got on top of it and just immediately dented the hood. And I was like, no, nope, no, nope, I'm standing on this. I'm not standing on this. <laughs> Whose car was it? It was one of the, uh, the, one of somebody in the crew had a car that was close enough to the white snake car. Um, and he told me it was fine. Like he told me like if he dented, it doesn't matter. But like, no, like I will feel so bad if I do that. I mean, I'm sure that's, that's like a scar. That's like, <laughs> I mean, he's probably out there right now being like, Kieran Noir fucking dented the hood of my car. Like, I feel like people don't really know me like that though. <laughs> like, you're, I, you're so humble. You, like or, or Riley Reed or Abella Danger or, or Lana Rhodes. Like, 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 I feel like they're household names of porn and I'm not quite there yet. I have, I have like my fan base and I love them very much, but I'm not the type of person that could like fuck up somebody's shit and they'd be like, wow, Kira Noir fucked up my thing. Like, no, this is not going to happen for me. Well, that I kind of wanted to ask you about that because I think you're like notoriously really, really humble and you know, like you've been in porn for a while and like, you're like hugely successful and you, in my eyes, you're very famous. Uh, Like, do you and you know like this year you hosted the AVN Awards which is like huge right like they only choose you know one person a year to do that and you were that person this year like so I guess like what I wanted to ask you originally was like have you had a moment yet in porn where you're like oh shit like I'm kind of successful at this yes or I I think a lot about where I am now based in comparison to where I started. And I think that I'm a lot better now than what I was in 2015 or even 2013 when I was still just doing amateur content. Um, But at the same time, I have friends who are more famous than me. So (laughs) I feel like until I am at that level, I I will consider myself like a porn star porn. So we've had a conversation like this before. We were talking about how, the newer generation of porn performers are kind of shying away from the term porn star now because mm-hmm. in our eyes, it kind of seems like they're like, that's celebrity. And it used to be that if you did porn, you would be pretty well known because there are only so many places people could get their porn from. Um, there are only so many companies to shoot for. So like if you did a lot of porn, most likely anybody who watched porn would see you. But now the market is so oversaturated. Um, there's so many people, there's so many sites and every little like niche fetish is being catered to. Um, so you can be doing porn for years and years and years, you could be doing hundreds of videos and still be relatively unknown. Um, Do you so, feel like that's, is that like a good or a bad direction for porn? Cause like I can see arguments being made for both. Like one sex work is being more normalized, which is great, mm-hmm. but also two, it's harder to become a star or like that standout person. Like do, you, do you think it's, it's good or bad? I think it's bad if you're the main reason why you want to do porn is because you want to get famous. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like meeting people like that. Like, I don't like meeting somebody who's 19 and just started doing porn and they think they're going to blow up because maybe they will, but maybe you won't. And like, I don't want you to start out thinking that and have your hopes crushed and like feel shitty. And it's like not your fault. You could be a great performer and, and still just not get to that point. Um, but if your main goal is to make money, 
which I feel like is a safer goal, then I think it's better because I kind of don't want to get to the point where I can't go anywhere without people recognizing me. I remember seeing this video on, on Riley Reed's Instagram before it was fucking taken out again, um, where she was, she went to one of those boxing things. Like Logan Paul was, was fighting somebody and she was walking back to her car. She had a crowd of guys following her back. Um, and she was just walking with her friend. They're both in little outfits and they were laughing about it. But me seeing that, where they're just laughing, and they're like, why are you guys following us? And just holding up the phone, seeing the crowd of men following them to their car. That freaked me out. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> I just want to make my money, get, get toys for my dog, and, and come home and be safe. Like, I I feel like it would be scary where, you, like, everywhere you go, people feel that comfortable um, doing that kind of stuff. And I feel like being a celebrity, it kind of comes with that. Um, like there are gonna Do be you some- think... Is that it? Do you think there is like a a perfect level of fame? Yeah, I, I like where I'm at right now. I, I like where if I do get recognized, it's few and far in between. Um, I feel like I get recognized more when I'm walking with Demi Sutra because <laughs> we've done so many we've done so many videos together, and um, she gets hit on more. She says when she's walking with me, and I think that that just and you guys are real life friends, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we, we both have dogs and sometimes we'll go uh, on, on walks together with her dogs. And for some reason, she gets hit on a lot. Whenever I first started walking with her, I thought like, okay, no, she's hot. She's wearing like these cute outfits. She, just, she also just got new titties. Um, so men are just being men and are going to catcall and hit on her and all that kind of stuff. But she told me that she gets hit on more when she's with me. And she thinks it's because when we're both together and they see my hair and they hear her voice and all of that, they, they put two and two together. They're like, oh no, I've seen them fuck. And like, that's what they <laughs> go for. I think there's <laughs> absolutely truth to that. Like I, I find that like, I, I think whenever there's two porn stars together, or if you're like with someone who's like also well known that you're like associated with publicly, mm-hmm. I feel like any doubt that someone has in their mind, like, cause like when you're alone, people could be like, Oh, is that Kira? I'm not sure. I don't want to offend that person if they're like not into the porn thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when they see you and another one and like, and they're like, Oh, that's definitely them. Yeah. And also I feel like people are more comfortable, like, I've no like I think people are more comfortable going up to porn stars when they're with friends because then it's like oh okay they're not trying to like have private time they're just like hanging out or whatever so I yeah I think there's definitely truth to all of that mm-hmm. for for sure so I like I like um, the level I'm at right now where I I have a good fan base I'm I'm comfortable with the amount of money that I'm making but I feel like I can still go out and do things um, without my it being recognized being in the forefront of my mind like i'm not anxious about being recognized all the time and if i am watching well, sometimes if i'm if i'm a little bit anxious about being recognized i i'll put my hoodie on and i'll just cover my hair because i feel like that's what gives me away <laughs> um i there are other porn stars with dreadlocks but they don't look like mine like, like julie k has uh fake locks where it's just like hair wrapped around braids i'm assuming there's another girl, Indica Flower, who has dreadlocks, but she's white and she has bangs in the front that aren't dreads. So it's like straight brown hair and like, like light brown thick locks that are white girl locks. Um, and then there's another girl, Hazel Grace, that has dreadlocks that look like mine, but they're really short. Like they're above her shoulders. So I think the long dreads, that's like the most recognizable part of me. And that's why like when I have get, gotten recognized, even now with like wearing masks and stuff, it's my hair. I know it's my hair. I- 
I'm loving this mask thing. Like I, so do you I, get? I love it. Huh? Because I feel like you're at that point where you you probably get recognized every single time you go out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I've been doing this for a really, really, really long time, and also like I don't know if this is true for you, but like because there are not as many like Asian performers, like I feel like. I, I feel like I get recognized more because of it, because like people are like, I, I think it's both though, because I think also being Asian, I think people are like, oh my God, am I racist? Do I just think all Asians <laughs> are like? <laughs> um, but no, then about me. sometimes people come up to me and be like, oh my God, you're my favorite porn star. I love you so much. Where are your tattoos? You're Julie Kay, right? Like, <gasps> you don't even look like you. They're like, oh, black girl dreads. I've seen her fuck. It must be <laughs> I've been I've been called JK, I've been called Anna Fox. Um, it's just I wish they would have that like maybe I'm racist if I think that. No, <laughs> um, no the craziest thing like that that ever happened to me was one time I was walking my dog in California, and I was like totally dressed down. There was nothing about me screaming porno at all, and um and someone yelled out of their car and they were like, "Yo, London Keys," and I was like, "What?" Like. You first of all, I do think London and I can look similar, but I I was just like, what are the odds that, like, you thought I was London and I'm also in porn? Like, <laughs> like what are the odds? And like, I just kind of like waved because I I didn't I don't know I didn't want to like start a whole conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, like I I'm loving the mask. Speaking of 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 masks, like, how has this pandemic been for you like are you shooting or well right now i'm taking a break i might as well talk about it now because i'm about to get it fixed um so back in september i got a boob job and i didn't heal right on one side um i had a capsular contracture for people who don't know that means that um whenever you get a boob job your body automatically makes these membrane capsules around your implants um, and like if you scar get a, tissue, right? Yeah, and usually it's really thin. Um, but if you have a capsular contracture, it thickens up, and whenever you, it thickens up like that, it's basically a scar, and it tries to make itself smaller. And whenever the capsule around the implant is trying to shrink, um, the the implant inside it starts to be um, squeezed on, and that pressure makes it hard. It makes it not drop. So in three days, I'm going to get that fixed, and. In the start of the pandemic, the last shoot that I did right before everything locked down um, was my first uh, shoot with Trans Angels. It was with Daisy Taylor. I fucking love her. And I had all of these plans to do buy threesomes and more trans scenes and just fuck everybody, like no more fucking boundaries, all of that shit. And then everything shut down. Um, then when things came back up, but in a limited capacity, we were having to get tested for COVID right before every shoot, um, all of that kind of stuff. I had a very short contract with the Vixen brand. So I was only shooting for Vixen, Blacked, Tushy, uh, and, and I did like a, a little extra thing and deeper. Um, and then I had a week where I did browser scenes after that contract ended before I got my boob job. And then my plan was I was supposed to be healed by December at the latest. Um, but then like I realized that I had the capsule contracture. You, you have to wait a while before you can get that fixed because it's basically like your insides are angry. And if you go in too soon, um, it's just going to piss them off more. And the chances of you getting the exact same problem again, it, it just increases crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to wait until six months post-op for my original surgery before I could get the revision surgery. But that's in three days. So 
Um, I'll be able to shoot porn again after this one gets fixed. Um, and so I'm aiming for end of March, early April. Um, it depends. This on is the, the this is like the perfect time to be getting plastic surgery and healing and like going through that shit though, because it's like not too many companies are shooting right now anyway, and it's like so complicated. I don't know. Like to me, it seems like an ideal time to just like kind of chill and. I'm glad I didn't do this a couple of years ago because now my OnlyFans is running really, really well. I finally figured out how to make that work. I feel like in the best possible way for me. Um, so I have that passive income coming in. I have a huge content library of amateur stuff. I've been shooting my own porn since I was 18. So even though I'm not making new content, I still have a shit ton of stuff to sell. I can still talk to people so I can still make money off of my OnlyFans. And then I also have the, the Pornhub brand ambassador deal. Um, I also have uh, money coming in from my ad revenue sales on uh, Pornhub's actual site, just like the videos that I have out for free. Um, I have many vids running. I think that's the last one. Yeah, so I have a couple of different ways to make money. <laughs> and I just recently, like in the last year, figured out how to make all of those things work. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, people aren't shooting as much anyway. So I feel like if I tried to get a boob job two years ago and the same problem happened, I would have been fucked because my main source of yeah. was shooting studio porn. Now, I think a- the goal, like talking about fame again, like I think the goal, the to me, like the perfect amount of fame is like when you have built your name and your brand enough that you can do things like that where you can make money on other avenues mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily just like going to a set and getting a check for fucking that day. Mm-hmm. So, no, all that being said, I'm really excited to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had, I, I've been making, I've been trying to make the most of the time. I, I just got a puppy. His name is Bubba. I've been trying to train him. Um, I'm hoping that he's well enough trained by the time I get back um, where I won't have to hire a sitter every time I go to work. Because he's, he's so small. He's a multi-shih tzu. He's only 10 pounds. And his bladder is really, really tiny. So I'm still taking him out every, like, two or three, four hours, um, depending on if he's barking at me or not, um, even though he's seven months old. And I feel like other people's dogs, around six months is when they start to really understand their potty training. He does not give a fuck. If he's out of his crate for longer than three hours, he, he's, he's going to pee wherever he pees. He can be all night and not have an accident because he doesn't want to pee on his bed. But if he's out, he doesn't care. Yeah. That's like totally a small dog issue, I feel like. But he's so cute. He's so cute. He's the best dog. He's starting to get more confident now. He's trying to hump people. He's bisexual. <laughs> pumps everybody, boys, girls. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Great. So um, you mentioned doing a scene for Trans Angels with Daisy Taylor. And then, like, I know you said you want to kind of go into, like, this, like, no boundaries type area where like you do buy threesomes and and by the way in porn for anyone that doesn't know when we talk about a buy threesome it doesn't it pretty much just means two guys and a girl where the guys fuck each other we're not really talking about like a boy girl girl three way for some reason that is not considered a buy three way a a lot of the terms for for porn are kind of weird like when when most people say interracial they don't mean like an asian girl fucking a black girl they never guy fucking a white girl and like that's the only way racial is category yeah it's dumb yeah so like a lot of things are really outdated but i want to ask you about that like i i i think that's like super cool that you know you're like opening like you're you're kind of like fuck it all i'm just gonna shoot whatever i want to shoot with the people i want to shoot and like I'm, i'm super envious because you know like i don't shoot mainstream porn anymore and back when i was that was like 
I mean, like as ashamed as I am to say it, like it was really frowned upon and it was, it would cost you work. Like the, not that it's right. And it's like, you know, hugely problematic, but like the reality of it was that like, even five years ago, like if you were to shoot with a, you know, with a gay performer, let's say a a gay dude performer, like there were people that would put you on their no list. And like, there were companies that would be like, oh, we don't hire girls that do that. Um, Do you like really see that changing right now? Oh yeah. It's, it definitely needs to get better. The stigma is still there, but I think that as people keep coming into porn and not really subscribing to that model, um, there are a lot of people who come into studio porn having already established their OnlyFans and mini vids and clips for sale and all of that. So if they're told, oh, well, we won't hire you if you shoot with that person, they're like, okay, cool, whatever. And they'll just go do what they want anyway because they don't have to rely on those companies in order to make money. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm also ashamed that I was a part of that. Like for a long time, I, I wouldn't shoot with trans girls or if I shot a scene, I shot scenes with guys who did gay porn, but it would always be POV and they wouldn't credit them in the scene. Um, and it was just shitty. It made me feel shitty. So I, I, right before things locked down, I texted Spiegler and I was like, I want to shoot trans girls. I feel like it's kind of weird that I don't. Um, and he immediately like started putting out the feelers. I, I had a shoot booked a little bit right after that. Um, and I was so excited to not have to say no to the people that I wanted to fuck and like yeah. that stigma and be a part of keeping that tradition of, of just being a bigot like even if i didn't agree with why they're doing it i was definitely a part of the problem um and i'm hoping that when i get back to shooting i can just shoot a bunch of amateur content like there had already been girls who had hit me up um and i was trying to like, keep it a secret of why i wasn't shooting for a while like most people would hit me up and ask if i could like do only stuff with them or if they could put me for their site and i would just tell them like oh no i'm just taking a break like I didn't want to hit me yeah yeah fucked up um but whenever it was a girl a trans girl that i wanted to work with that hit me up i just went ahead and told him like no sorry my, my tits are fucked up like it's the only reason <laughs> please hit me back up this spring like i want to work with you please don't think that i'm saying no because i don't want to work with you um and so I'm, I'm hoping that good things will will happen soon once i can be naked on camera again <laughs> for sure like do you um I know that you like a couple years ago, or maybe even more recently, you were dating someone who's in gay porn, a dude yeah. that does gay porn. Um, I'm, is he like bisexual, or I mean, I guess the way he described it was that he felt like pansexual was the term that fit him the most, but he didn't really like labels. He just liked to do like whatever he wanted, and gay porn pays a lot more. Um, like guys, does it? Yeah, because he was getting paid whenever he was in a contract, like twenty five hundred a scene more if he was bottoming. Um, and then you know, guys like if they're they almost have like the same anal rates as us if you weren't in a contract, or it would be like twelve thirteen hundred um, mm-hmm. for, for bottoming. Um, whereas if you're a guy in straight on quote unquote straight porn, um, then some of them are getting like paid like five hundred a scene, some of them like seven hundred. I think more at the higher end, it's still only about nine hundred. Um, I heard one guy bragging about how he had a thousand a scene. But that's super rare. Um, yeah. So he kind of just had the opinion of why would I fuck girls and get paid less when I'm fine with fucking guys and I can get paid more, which makes sense. A hundred percent. Yeah. Do you like, did you find that like, I guess like when you're in a relationship, you know, you talk about your day to day and like you talk about work and stuff like, did it seem like, did it seem like gay porn is very different from 
from our side of porn, I guess you could say. You know, I feel like the only big difference is after they do a facial, they still kiss. <laughs> so that's the only major difference. I remember one of my friends, um, she used to direct for kink men. Um, so she was used to, uh, so they were used to shooting gay porn and they started shooting for shit. Who was it? I can't remember what company they started shooting for instead of, but they started shooting guys and girls instead. And they had Isaiah Maxwell and said, you know him, he's super sweet. Uh, he's Love super him. polite. And he came on a girl's face and they got like the cool facial, the girl playing with it. And then my friend was like, okay, okay, cool. So you guys just get that final kiss in and we'll wrap it up. And he, and Isaiah was just like, um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, that's that disappoints me because I love Isaiah. I love working with Isaiah. And like, I feel like he would, I would have thought he'd be a. No, I can, I can see. I feel like most guys off camera are super down to, to yeah. move after like, like blow sure. happens. But for some reason in porn, I feel like that stigma, it's the same like fucking shitty stigma thing or you do gay porn. You do the, um, so yeah, guys don't usually kiss girls after they come on their face, but in gay porn, that's super hot. So it's just super hot in general. So they don't care. That's like a requirement for me, actually. Like if I'm, if I'm going to like seriously date someone, like if, like whether they come in my mouth or on my face, like if you don't kiss me after you come, like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you're that, and, and, and I totally understand what you're saying about like the on camera thing. I totally get it, especially because like the porn world you know, it's changing now, thank God. But like, but yeah, like the stigma is a really, really real thing. So I definitely get like why a guy would be really apprehensive to do that. But like in real life, like if you're not down to like taste your own cum after like I took a whole load in my mouth, like I'm sorry. No, like. <laughs> I'm so happy that OnlyFans is taken off this much because I've been doing amateur porn for a long time. And I started in the site called Extra Lunch Money and then moved on to many vids and, and clips for sale um, and trying to put my own content out on tube sites. And I've never seen something be this popular. I feel like OnlyFans kind of took the model of the influencer celebrity of uh, just like somebody monetizing their social media. And they made that concept into like not not like a conceptual site, but they made that concept into a reality where instead of mm-hmm. convince somebody to click on a link in your bio on Instagram to give you money, like they just give you money already on that site. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or that exclusive look into their personal life. So I'm really, really happy that that is, has been so successful because it means that people can be way more in control of what they're doing. If you can have your own income, you don't have to take jobs you don't want to take or say no to people you don't want to say no to or say yes to people you don't want to say yes to. Like it's, it's really, really cool. And I really hope that it continues on for as long as possible because it's one of those things where I, I think it's all good things come, come to an end. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that it's not an abrupt end from OnlyFans because a lot of people are relying on it right now, especially in the middle of a pandemic where a lot of people lost their jobs. For sure. Uh, like, do you feel like, um, do you, I know you, you mentioned that like you started off your career, like on the, the amateur side, like, do you, did you, before it was like so incredibly successful, do you feel like when you first started out, like in porn, like, did you have to say yes to a lot of scenes that you didn't want to say yes to? Or like, Mm -hmm. did you have to do a lot of work that like wasn't necessarily like the horniest for you 
Right. And it was, it was mostly the saying no to people thing for me uh-huh. um, where I'm, I'm bisexual. I, I like doing bi scenes. I like pegging guys. Um, I, I love playing guys assholes, especially if like they haven't really before. And they're like willing to let me because it's like, the look on their face and they come for the first time in their process. Hilarious. I love that. It's power. <laughs> that is power. When even like licking a guy's asshole who's never had their asshole eaten is like, oh, I get off on that so hard. It's like, oh my, like, like in my mind, I'm like singing like the Aladdin song, like the I can show you the world. Like, <laughs> like I am so powerful in this moment. Hold your breath, it gets better. <laughs> um so it 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 just kind of sucked um meeting a guy and wanting to shoot with him and then being told like oh you shouldn't do stuff on camera with him he's Mm -hmm. those gay scenes too or being at a party and like meeting a girl and really hitting it off with her and her being like hey do you want to shoot content me being like oh sorry i can't like and it's just shitty um so i'm happy that I got to a point where I felt like I didn't care anymore if people didn't want to work with me because I was shooting with people that they didn't want me to shoot with. Um, I felt confident that, uh, so I felt like it was going to go one or two ways. If people didn't want to shoot with me anymore, then like, fuck it, fine. I'll just survive with my OnlyFans money and shoot with people that I like anyway. And if all that fails or like my OnlyFans isn't making that much money and nobody wants to shoot me in studio porn anymore because I've shot with trans girls or bisexual men, then fuck it. Maybe like porn really isn't the industry for me. Um, and I'm happy that it seems like it's going to be fine. Like I haven't, I I had to take a long break, but I still have people who are asking when I'm going to be coming back. Um, I'm still completely planning on shooting my own stuff with whoever the fuck I want to shoot with, whoever wants to shoot with me. So I think. Yeah. Like you definitely have not been blacklisted at all. And neither has anyone else really. That's like been shooting more like queer type scenes. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm Um, happy it's going in the right direction. I think that's the cool thing about, like, this huge, like, the fact that one of the cool things that, like, amateur porn is really taking off and, like, OnlyFans and Pornhub and many vids and, like, all these platforms are just, like, really killing it for performers. It's, like, we have so much power now. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's – we've never been in a position like this before where, like, we really can afford to say no to, like, a lot of things. And it's it's not just, like, the top – tier performers that are able to like have a yes list and like, Mm -hmm. you know, not take every gig that comes our way. So I I think that's the kind of the thing for me where it's not that I've done a lot of scenes that I didn't want to do. It's just that I used to take every booking that came my way, even if I had plans that day, even if like it was my friend's important art show or a friend's birthday, or I really just wanted to take like a mental health day and like chill. I would still say yes to the scenes. It's it was so sporadic. Sometimes I would work for two weeks straight. Sometimes I wouldn't have any bookings for two weeks. So I had to take every shoot that I got because I didn't know when I was going to get my next one. Now, because I have that passive income coming in, I can see on a, on a graph like how much money I made last month versus this month and what my subscribers like, what I should be shooting more, all of that. Um, it makes it so if I want to take time off like right now, I can without freaking out. Um, yeah. So sure people know that difference because I feel like it gets kind of people get worried whenever people are talking about taking jobs you don't want to take it's not always like I'm gritting my teeth to get through a porn scene it's yeah wanted to be doing something else that day (laughs) yeah I I think people have this idea like this really antiquated antiquated 
Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. And an old, yes, thank you. View of like, like you know, because I think like Jenna Jameson did a few interviews, like really famously about how where like she would just be gritting her teeth, like you said, mm-hmm. she'd be she would close her eyes shut and just see the dollar signs passing before her eyes um, to get through the scene, and like that's you know, definitely for sure her truth. And I think that's valid and like that exists, but for, for most of us and for most people I interact with in the porn industry, like that's not really the case. Like when we talk about like a scene we don't want to do, or like, it's, it's more like, it's more just like a, like you said, like a day we would rather be doing something else. It's not like this very like victimizing situation. No, I've I've had a really good run porn. Um, there have been times that have been bad. There have been times that have been good. But I think overall, I'm, I've really enjoyed the experience, and I want to stay in for as long as possible. Um, and I think that things are just things are improving. It's slowly improving. We're not at the point where you can be satisfied with the status quo, but mm-hmm. I think that people are having more power more than ever. Studios are way more on guard when it comes to shitty directors trying to make girls think that like, oh, you have to suck my dick in order to get more work or like shitty agents are being outed, like other shitty performers even. Like people just go on Twitter and say, hey, this person faked his test. Like fucking yeah. Um, Like people will be blacklisted from even getting tested if they fake a test, things like that. So thankfully, I, I feel like the opportunities to be shitty in porn are starting to dwindle. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's making it a more enjoyable experience for everybody. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think even like, I, I, I even want to say like, even since the pandemic, since Corona has happened, even like it's been amped up even since then. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we all have like the time to like sit around and really think about things and like think about the experiences we've had. I don't know if it's because like we're on social media more than ever. I think it's both. Um, um, I really yeah, think it's both. Especially this summer, like all of those protests really popped off the way they did because we have more mm-hmm. out of work than ever. Um, people are on their phones all day, so they're catching like go here at this time for, for this protest. Um, like you don't have anything else to do, but like you see this thing that makes you angry. You're just sitting at home, you, like you have been for months, and, and you can just go out and try to be a, like a part of positive change in the world. Um, I feel like that's why it was just so explosive. And then in porn, something similar happened where I, part of the reason why I decided to get my boobs done is because I, I wanted to get it done for a while. I was thinking maybe 2020 would be the year that I would get it, but I was afraid that if I took too much time off of work, that my money would disappear. But then the pandemic hit, I had to take a couple of months off of work and my yeah. only thing I, I did fine. So that made me realize like, oh, I don't really need studio work. And so I feel like a lot of people had that, oh, moment of we don't need studio work, even if we like doing it. Um, and so they started saying like, this director did something shitty to me. This performer did something shitty to me. If you don't like it, if you want to blacklist me, fucking fuck it. I don't care. Like, and yeah. so people feel more empowered to speak up. Um, Do you think that that fear of like, like losing momentum is amplified because you're black. Like for me, and and I've heard you say this before, like I don't think publicly, but like I've heard you say there's always room for one black girl to like be the black girl of the moment. I've um and I feel I happen to feel the same way about Asian performers and pretty much any like I don't want to say niche because it's not like we're niche just by I'm gonna be our race, but like 
it's true. Like I, I have felt that way. Um, and you know, like, do you feel like that? Is that changing now or? I, I wish it was. I, I think it's, it's not changing enough. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I do feel like I'm being tokenized a lot, but mm-hmm. I think that it's less of a intentional thing and more of just a, the, the whole reason tokenization has become a thing is because people realize that they need to have more diversity and so they have like a quota of like we need this many brown people in order to not seem racist and then they fill just that quota and they stop and they don't realize how obvious that looks um so there'll be campaigns where there'll be like a group photo and there's only ever one black girl um avn was notorious for this and I, probably, I feel like I probably shouldn't be talking shit about them because I just toasted the awards. Well, I don't think it's talking shit. Like, it's, you know, a real fucking thing. And I think they are, like, working on it. And I think, you know... It's- I talked to um, the, the guys about this and, like, how I felt about it. But uh, for people who don't know, there is usually this group photo shoot that is used to promote the AVN convention um, where it's a group of girls... They put it on the taxis, billboards, all around the hotel. Um, and it's always a group of girls and one black girl. And it's mm-hmm. only one black girl a year. And I was finally, not this last year, obviously, because I didn't have it um, in a hotel. But the year before, I was the one black girl in that promotional photo shoot. And like, I saw pictures of myself blown up on these big pillars in the Hard Rock Hotel. And I felt shitty because I knew <laughs> that there was another black girl who was looking at like, fuck, Kira got that this year because that's what mm-hmm. I every single year like fuck Anna got it this year fuck honey got it this year and just was just feeling sad about it so I and then the other thing that was kind of that made me feel bad about it was that with the black girls you only ever got to do it once like once a black girl does that big shoot they're never used again because there's only mm-hmm. one for a black girl but the white girls could do that shoot multiple times like I would see the same white girls popping up in that promotional shoot and there's like no quota on blondes or quota on like girls with big fake tits or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of sucks. And the only company that I've seen try to make like big changes um, just up close because I was working with them was Black. Uh, they had a conversation with the Black performers that had worked for the site whenever the protests during the summer um, were starting to like, get huge, huge attention. Like people were all trying to figure out like, okay, where are our blind spots? What do we need to do better? Um, and they asked us a bunch of questions to tell us to be completely honest. I feel like a lot of us were. And we talked about that. Like, like we talked about how we felt like we were being tokenized. So, like, sometimes at the Vixen parties, there would only ever be one black girl. We felt like there was mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of a quota thing. Or how, like, we asked them, like, why aren't we being shot more for, for Black.com or for Vixen for Toshi? Um, it seems like it's only ever, like, me or Anna. And they told us that. It, they felt bad for doing that. They recognized it. Like, they didn't try to shy away from it. Like, oh, no, we're not doing that. They said, like, no, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, they decided they didn't want Blacks to be a strictly Black men and white women site because it was never like that from the beginning. Like, even when it first started, Anna was on it. Um, I was on it as, like, Ms. Mr. M's <laughs> assistant. Where I was basically a predatory lesbian. Like, I kept grabbing girls, talking them, and then giving them to uh, Mandingo. <laughs> but, but it was like a, a white woman-centric site. So they said, like, we hear your, your complaints. We apologize. We're going to start hiring more black girls for everything and not having, like, racial boundaries on that. And they did. They absolutely did. They, they put a couple of us on short contracts. Um, they're having a lot more black women on the site and, then, like, all over their sites. So I really appreciate that. And uh, there have been a lot of other panels and discussions about what people can do better. And I'm just kind of waiting to see what changes happen. 
Um, Because even though I've been happy about the progress that's been made, there's still a lot more people could be doing. Uh, I feel like if the girl's hot, fucking shoot her. If she's hot, put her on your cover. If she's hot, put her on your photo shoot. It shouldn't be a, oh, we already have enough black girls. We've already shot black girls this month, this year. Um, It's really annoying to be told, like, yeah, we want to shoot you, but we've already shot enough black girls this month. We're going to have to wait. Oh, man. I have to wait for a shoot for another year because they've already filled their yearly quota on black women. And that sucks. Like there shouldn't be a quota. If I make you money, shoot me. If I don't, then don't shoot me. Like by all means, if I suck, then that's understandable. But if the only reason you're not shooting a black girl is because she's black and you've already filled your black girl quota, that's fucked up. Like that's, we don't need to be doing that. Or like, I can't even, I literally like cannot count literally how many times I've been told I can't be on the cover of a movie because people might think it's an Asian movie. Right. No, it's right. Still, like, no, it's funny. So, it's, so mm-hmm. you know Quasar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, take, okay, never mind. You might have to bleep that out. I'm not sure. So <laughs> there's another, there's another um, space themed director <laughs> that shoots <for> company, <laughs> and he talked about how he thought that was stupid about how the the shoots that he was doing, he would basically be told by his company, "We want." this many babysitter movies, this many cheating movies, this many I fucked my friends mm-hmm. movies. Um, and he would be throwing Isaiah in those movies. Mm-hmm. And he, even though it wasn't an interracial movie, um, again, I keep, I keep forgetting that we're not just having a conversation. For people who are listening, Isaiah Maxwell is a very tall, very dark, handsome black man. Um, okay, so he would be throwing Isaiah. We're movies. just saying it like, yeah, as if everyone knows Isaiah. Yeah. <laughs> On first name basis with Isaiah. Hello, right? The Isaiah. Um, but like seriously, though, it's, it's fucking Isaiah. Anyway, uh, so you'd be throwing Isaiah into these movies, um, and nobody noticed because the movies kept doing great. Like the people who were watching the porn did not give a shit that it was a black guy that was in like one of the scenes in these like four scene DVDs. Um, they just cared that the sex was hot, and they didn't really notice until they put him on the cover, and then he got the call of like, hey. That this isn't an interracial movie and he's like well you guys haven't had a problem with it this whole time so uh, I really feel like the fans don't care I, I feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy whenever people say that black people don't sell as much or like the consumers don't want to see black on black porn or black men in certain pornos because um, for most people if you just let them see it and let them decide whether or not that the sex is hot they don't really care Um, It's also a self-fulfilling prophecy in the way that like, I do feel like, you know, I didn't like really always feel this way, but like now I do feel like as, as an industry, like we kind of do have a responsibility because we have been pushed, we have been pushing this interracial agenda and like a lot of people are getting that language from us. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the only, we're not the only reason, but like the more that's out there in the world that like, oh, a white woman and a black man taboo, especially somewhere like porn where like everyone is seeing it. (laughs) it, It's like, if, if we just like forget about it for a little bit, people will forget about it. And you know what? I don't think that the category interracial uh, when it comes to like black men and white women is in it of itself racist. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't agree with AVN, for instance, taking away the interracial categories for the awards um, because they were afraid that specifying interracial was racist. Um, there are people who disagree with me. I respect that disagreement, but personally, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I think that where the problem comes in is when you treat it like a taboo, like, look at yeah. this big black guy and this little white woman. Like, no, just 
has a fun and he's destroying her and she's tainted now yeah first big black cut like no yeah. like that but i think that people fucking is hot i think that the aesthetic of somebody really dark fuck somebody really light regardless of who it is i think that that contrast is pretty um i so i don't think that interracial sex should be shied away from we don't have to stop shooting it or stop having it as a category but there are different ways to shoot interracial sex that isn't degrading to either party involved totally yeah i'm with you on that i think yeah like if if it's if it's treated i think anything like i don't know like i you know it's a really weird time right now because like a lot of my opinions are changing like at literally like as we speak and like i i feel like right now in this moment like i feel like if something is being like celebrated and considered beautiful and fantasized about because it's like this beautiful thing and it's aesthetically pleasing and like it's a celebration then I think I feel like it's fine like the if the intention is good like I I don't see why like it should be so bad Mm -hmm. um but obviously I might feel like very differently next month about it no I think that with porn there are going to be certain categories that people don't like and some that you don't. I think as long as it's consenting adults and you're not like doing lasting damage to each other or society, that should be fine. I actually just had an interview with somebody a little while ago and I'm like curious to see when it's going to come out because we talked about some really heavy shit. But one of the things we talked about was like we were talking about um, boundaries in porn and whether certain things in porn should or shouldn't be allowed. And specifically mm-hmm. in like quote unquote incest porn, you have to say your stepbrother and sister, you have to say that's your stepdad. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a legal thing where crystal credit card companies won't let you use their their services unless you do that. Or like you can have blood in the scene. Or like, like somebody if they're holding a drink, they can't actually drink it on camera because then that's implying that they're too Or drunk. if we're fisting, we have to leave the thumb out. Yeah, which is dumb. We have all these weird rules. Yeah. I hate fisting with the thumb out. That's stupid. <laughs> let me get up. It's there. not fisting. No, <laughs> it's not it's- but, well, it's fingering. <laughs> yeah, and so she, so I told them that, uh, okay, so she was talking about like how some people want to take it a little bit further and say that there shouldn't be BDSM porn. And I'm like, well, no, you cannot like BDSM porn, but if the people shooting it are consenting adults who are like of sound mind and body um, and they want to do it and they should be allowed to do it. And so she was like, okay, well, what about racist porn? Like, should that be allowed? I'm like, like race I, play? Yeah, race play. And I'm like, I fucking hate it. I don't. Yeah should exist am i going to tell somebody like you should stop being in race play porn and never they're comfortable with it no i feel like that's not really my place and and i'm not saying that that means i, I think it's okay but if it's consenting adults and the guy's comfortable with being called the n-word on camera he doesn't give a shit then i'm not going to sit here and tell him that he shouldn't do it does that make sense i'm totally with you on that like it makes me actually really really uncomfortable like i I, I I agree. Like I'm personally like I just don't like being humiliated. I'm not into race play. I don't want to be called a chink when I'm being fucked by a white dude. Like just not my thing. Right. But a lot of things are not my thing. And a lot of things are my thing that other people aren't into. So like I have a really hard time like policing like what people can and can't get off on. Like I, I think I, I am very, very worried, like, what direction we're taking for that. Um, because, like, especially, like, 
like if some if like a black dude wants to jerk off to some to you know some race played thing where like a, a fellow black dude is being called the n word and he consented to that and he gets off on that mm-hmm. and everyone involved in the production is like into it like i don't feel like it's my place to be like that's not allowed right and my only point is that i think that that shouldn't be the only option um, I think that black men porn especially have a harder time because they have to pick and choose between doing the racist scene or not making money mm-hmm. better. But that's like been their reality for a really, really long time. So I just want to make it so if a guy wants to perform in a scene like that, he's doing it because it's completely his choice. He's completely comfortable with it. I still think it's gross. Um, but as long as he's doing it because he wants to, that I'm not going to sit here and say that he can't do it. I just want there to be other options. I want people to realize that you don't have to shoot interracial porn or like porn with any anybody who's not white in a way that's degrading in order to make it enjoyable. Because there are people who like that kind of porn, unfortunately. But there are also, in my opinion, way more people who don't really want to see that and are comfortable with just like watching hot people fuck regardless of their race or sexuality or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I just want there to be more options and for people to be more comfortable with what they're taking. and. I think like one of the more extreme forms of that that we don't even notice because it's so fucking common is like in porn, women are expected to do lesbian scenes no matter what our sexual orientation is. Yeah, and like so we come across a lot of women that like in the I I hate this, but like in the makeup chair, you're you're like you're supposed to fuck them that day, and then like you're both in the makeup chair and you overhear them telling their makeup artists like they don't like fucking women, and you're like, oh my god, great. Like I'm like a disgusting creep now. No, but it sucks, especially because lesbian porn's already kind of hard to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, scissoring doesn't make anybody come. I'm sorry, guys. Um, if you like watching people scissor, then whatever. Like, I kind of get it. Like, pussies touching pussies. Ooh, it's hot. But, like, nobody comes from that. <laughs> um, but I, it, it is really hard. Um, I, whenever you're fucking a girl and you can tell she's not into it, because then it just makes me feel like I'm assaulting them. Like, even though they're consenting to me putting my fingers 100%. It just feels, it makes me feel gross. So I would love it if straight girls stopped shooting lesbian scenes. I would love it. But like, it's almost like, kind of like what you said, like maybe now the op- there's the option to say no because we're making our money elsewhere. But like, I mean, I want to say like 10 years ago, that wasn't really an option. Like if you were to say, come in and say like, I don't do lesbian scenes, like I don't know that you can really like make a career out of that, to be honest. Now unfortunately. It's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I never met a girl that's like a total lesbian in porn, and unless, uh, sorry, since Lily Cade. Do you remember her? Who? Lily Cade. The she was redhead, short hair. She's the only. Oh one yeah, 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 yeah. I met in porn. Um, everybody else that I've met, even the girls who like girls, are like they're all bisexual. Um, and a lot of girls who do girl girl only, it's not because they're gay. It's because they are like starting small or they want to start with girl girl and then charge more for their scene the first time and like kind of like go from there or they have a boyfriend or husband at home that like doesn't want them fucking guys and so they just yeah um i I really want to meet another like actual lesbian porn performer now that you mention it yeah you're right like it's it's weird i mean but also like maybe i'm not like shooting for the right company i don't know like i again like I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. And, and like, it's not like that for guys where 
yeah, there are guys in gay porn who are bisexual or like straight, sorry, gay for pay. I almost said straight for pay. <laughs> or, or gay I think for pay. that too. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't really see that with the, the lesbian side. Like I've never met a girl girl only performer who is girl girl only because she doesn't like to fuck men. Um, yeah. Wow, it's the total Ooh. opposite. Wait, no, I do. I do know. It's, ah, oh, what's your fucking name? Wait, no, I forgot that I met her. Shit. She she has red hair, but it's not like ginger red. It's it's like dyed bright red. And she has really, really full lips. Oh my god, this is gonna kill me. No, okay, I don't want this interview to end without remembering not sovereign. No, it's no, sovereign does boys. It's, it's a it's an S sound though. Fuck I did a scene with her. I've licked this girl's pussy and I forgot her name. No way. Kira, you have welcome to being in porn for too long. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to forget. No, no, I'm gonna remember her name. Shit. It's not Scarlet. It's ah this is gonna fucking kill me. But I do remember being on set with a girl and she was talking about how she had never taken any kind of dick um from a man, from a from a trans girl. She's never had a dick inside of her. Um, she was ta- she's talking about how she wanted to date her roommate. I can't remember. I know it's an S sound. This is going to kill me. Uh, I almost want to open Instagram real quick. Would you mind bearing with me? Do it. Do and- it. I'll cut, I'll cut this part out because no. I can see that you. I'm gonna, okay. Can I call Demi real fast? Because I just had a conversation yeah, with Demi. Call her right now. Girl. And her. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <One second>. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot let this interview end without knowing this person's name again. Shit, I hope she picks out. Okay, hey, hi. Okay, who was who was the lesbian girl we were just talking about with the really full lips, um, the red hair? She she was doing a lot of stuff with Mini Stallion. Sabrina Rouge, Sabrina Rouge. Yes, thank you. I love you. Okay, I'll talk. Bye. <laughs> we also saw your brain working right that there because you're like it's not. Scarlet. I knew it was an S sound. Sabrina Rouge. And like red. Like yes. rude. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so I forgot because she's she wasn't a lesbian like Lily Cade was, where she's very femme. Um and why do you think that is though? Why why is it that we don't see a lot of like lesbian lesbians in porn and then we also reversely don't see bisexual dudes as much? Well, I think that we just don't see that bisexual dude so much because like the two sides of the industry have been so separated for so long. Yeah. I started like once I was dating a guy who was doing gay porn as bisexual, I met a bunch of them. Um, like they're definitely out there. We just don't really interact with each other that much. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, for some reason, lesbians aren't really getting into porn. Um, Sabrina Rouge though, check her out. She's fucking gorgeous. She's really cute. Maybe uh, because like it's, I, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to make a career out of doing just lesbian porn. Um, I don't know. I would have to talk to you. Because oh, there are girl-girl only performers who've been doing that for a really long. Oh no! Actually, now that I think about it, girls like like Charlotte Stokely. She's done boy-girl before, but she went back to doing girl-girl only. Um, Andrea Fox, same thing. Um, a lot of like girl-girl only performers have gone back and forth a little bit. I, I can't think of like too many. Like DJ Darcy Dolce. Dolce, yeah. I can think of right now who's only ever done gay porn, other than Sabrina Rouge. <laughs> Sabrina Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget that name. Yeah. And this this podcast episode has been brought to you by Sabrina Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so um 
So are you like, do you consider yourself like a, like a lifer of porn? Like, do you, like for me, example, for example, like even if I'm not shooting mainstream porn, I think I'll be tied to porn forever. Like that's, it's just where my interests lie. I love this industry. Like I think for now, like I kind of think I kind of want to be associated with porn forever. Like how do you feel? Or is there like something else that like a totally different goal that you're going for? Like once you're done shooting or like. I, I want to stay in the industry forever, um, not always as a performer, and I'm not completely closing myself off to the possibility of doing other things for money in the future, but I love the sex industry, um, yeah. so there are ups and downs, um, some people that I hate, some people that I love. I, I really do love this industry as a whole, and I want to stay a part of it for a long time, especially because we're in this moment of good changes coming about. I want to be a part of that. Um, yeah. I, so I kind of want to be in for long enough to get into the Avian Hall of Fame. <laughs> how how many years have you been in? Uh, so I, I've actually talked to somebody about that because I've been making amateur porn since like 2012, 2013. But I started doing studio porn in 2015. And I, I've heard people talk about how you have to be in porn for 10 years in order to qualify yeah. for Hall of Fame status. So I want to know if it's going to start 2015 or if it's going to start 2013 for me. Like, do I have It'll two? It'll probably start 2013, but it's really rare that you get it on the 10th year. Wow. But okay. because you hosted a show, I think they might give it to you on your 10th year. Maybe. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> I think people enjoy looking at me naked for at least another two to five years. <laughs> um, but I, I want to get better behind the camera. I just bought a film camera and I'm still not sure what I'm doing with it. I just figured film out. Film camera? Yeah, I got a film camera. I just literally figured out how to put the batteries in it last night. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. By film camera, do you mean like not digital? Not digital. Like with the tape? Yeah. No, okay. So I have I have somebody here with me. I met a, a really awesome chick on TikTok and she's visiting me right now. And I told her about you met her on TikTok? Yeah, I met her on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know why, but you continue to surprise me with your nerdiness. Like how is that nerdy? That is the internet friend is nerdy. I'm sorry. I, I have a few as well. And I don't know. I don't want to get into this thing again where like I'm making fun of you and then I discover I too engage in these things. But yes, I, I would say like, isn't it? Or maybe not. Maybe this is like the new normal. Well, it's pretty. I keep seeing other girls doing on TikTok. We were actually just talking about this where um, she said that she used to make fun of the girls who would like meet another girl online and then like go fly to see them. and all. Because then she did that. <laughs> like she is it okay to talk about you? Yeah. <laughs> cool. um, <laughs> uh, you're a TikTok friend yeah she lives in Vegas um I was gonna drive out there I was like at first I was like after my boobs are healed like I'll come drive out to see you um but then the Super Bowl was this weekend and we weren't doing anything else she had time off uh and she could fly here so she just like flew here <laughs> so now you guys are gonna like just fuck around with your film camera and like yeah, she helped me figure out how to put the film in it <laughs> and then she figured out where the batteries went and then she couldn't figure out how to get the batteries in but I did that why 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 like why why in this day and age where everything is digital are you like just now like I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start shooting in film 
it was two things. Um, when I was shooting skits for the AVN Awards, they had this, uh, like, a bunch of props for us being in the AVN studios where, like, a bunch of file cabinets and things like that. And then they put a bunch of pictures on the table. And they were really crisp, clear, beautiful pictures of some party at AVN years ago. And we were looking at them. We realized from the hairstyles that this was back in, like, the, the 80s or 90s. Um, where these are old fucking pictures, but they were so clear. And somebody explained to me that with film, you can, if you keep the negatives, you can make it look like that crisp as technology gets better. Um, like you don't have to like stay with the grainy stuff. And so like on film, it looks so much nicer with pictures. And then I had another friend. So I had Demi. I don't know why I keep saying friend. Like I mean Demi whenever I'm talking about friend. Um, but Demi, I was, she did a photo shoot for her birthday uh, this year and she did it with a, somebody who was using a, a 35 millimeter film camera and a digital camera. And I was asking her about it. And she said that she just likes film. She thinks that it captures, especially warm skin tones, a lot easier. Um, there's less options. Or there's like a million different settings you can use for a digital camera. And sometimes you can fuck around with it all day and you can still fuck it up because you're telling a computer what to see. Whereas film just captures what's in front of you. Um, you okay. don't fuck around with it that much. So I got a film camera just to fuck around with pictures for a little bit. And then whenever I go back to shooting my own video, I'm going to go ahead and I already have a video camera picked out. Uh, Adriana Chachik told me what, which one to get. So I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. And I just want to practice shooting pictures on film and I want to practice shooting higher quality looking stuff on um like an actual digital camera because I, I do a lot of amateur. I've been doing amateur for a long time, but I've never tried to make it look pretty. Um, yeah, I feel like people do appreciate the camera on a tripod. People are just going at it and it's just natural and passionate. More. Well, it used to be, I, I think like up until now, it was like, you're, it, and there's an amateur look and there's a professional look. Right. But now there's a two never crossed over. But now a lot of amateur stars are making really professional looking shit. Exactly. And that's where I want to be. Um, I don't know if I ever want to direct for a company because I, I don't think that I have that kind of mindset yet, but I do want to get really good at shooting my own stuff. And I want to get good enough where I can shoot somebody else's only fans content and make it look really yeah. good and like get really good with editing, really good at taking pictures of them, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you can sell those fucking film pictures. If you keep the negatives, you can like sell uh, autograph copies of it. Um, you can have cute collages for Instagram. Like there's so many different possibilities with film. I feel like maybe I'm really biased because, so my dad's a photographer and like, he is very, very much like, He's so hardcore film guy. Like he's not into digital at all. And like, I think maybe because of that, it's been drilled into my head and I'm biased, but I do feel like, like true artists use film. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. I'm going to be shit for a long time, but that's the first step of getting good at something. So hopefully I'll I'll get better and we'll be able to make money off of that too. Because I just, I love, I love, I love porn so much. Um, If I could shoot other people's porn, that would be great. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Like, I, I just love porn so much. Like, I could talk about it all day long. I could, like, just everything about the whole world. I'm, like, as as obsessed as the first day I got in. So I I definitely, definitely get it. All right. Well, um, that's about time. And thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. It's good to talk to you. And and actually, like I should tell people, this is the second time we're recording this because the first <laughs> time you and I recorded a podcast was pre 
it, not only was it pre-corona, it was like pre your uh, Pornhub deal. It was like before, it was a very, it was like a year ago. I remember in that interview, I was talking about like, oh yeah, next year I'm going to go to Japan. And like, <laughs> oh. I'm going to be in Japan, guys. How stupid we were so to have all Wait. these hopes and dreams for 2020. Well, whenever, whenever borders open back up, I have my little nest egg set aside for my trip. I'm going to go to all the Asian countries I've ever wanted to go to. I, I want to have a separate trip to go back to Europe because there's like other places in Europe that I either didn't get to see enough of or I didn't get to see it all. Like, travel yeah. happening in my future, damn it. I'm speaking it into the existence. <laughs> and the great thing for us is like, if we shoot a video there, hey, it's it was a, it's like um, a tax expense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, so where I know we talked about OnlyFans a lot. We talked about your Pornhub page a lot. Like where, how can people like check those things out? Yeah. Um, if you just search my name, Kira Noir on Pornhub, you'll be able to find my videos. I have my own page on there where I put that videos up myself. Um, if you want to find me on OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans.com slash the Kira Noir. I'm on Twitter at the Kira Noir, Instagram, the Kira Noir Graham and TikTok, the Kira Noir. <laughs> Awesome. Where you can follow Kira and Johnny. I think I might join TikTok and only follow you and Johnny Sins. Do it. Do it. Uh, Abigail Max on there too. Um, there are a couple of porn stars on there. Me and Khalif is like on there even. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Well, um, I'll let you get back to your TikTok friend. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Have a good one, man. Bye, everyone.